Well, good morning and welcome. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, the spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in White Rock, British Columbia, Canada. And I am just welcoming you, sending you a virtual hug right now. I hope you feel yourself embraced. And as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully take a moment to acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations. That includes Kwikwetlam, Tisleiwatuth, and Stalo nations that are here where my apartment building is. And they have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. And so as we begin our time together today, I just invite you to turn within for a moment. And just feel that breath moving through the body, taking a moment. To become fully present in this now moment, letting go of everything that came before this moment, inviting your mind and your heart and your body to just be here now, right here. I recognize that there is one life living through all life. And it is filling this moment with wisdom and clarity, with love and possibility. And so I recognize that this one truth is true for each and every one here right now. That this presence of love is at the center the source of each one. And so I recognize that this time together brings this divine present to the forefront and that it nourishes each and every one of us so that whatever is needed is given, is felt, is experienced in this time together. I know that this time, that it is powerful that it is filled with the vibration of love and connection. And so knowing that each one of us is guided in the exact right and perfect way, I give myself to this gathering. I give myself to this perfect unfoldment of life knowing that it is living right here through me, right here through each one of us. And I give deep and profound thanks for this time, for this community, for this connection. I simply let it be, and so it is. Yes, so we begin today Looking back at 57 years ago, I will admit I was not born yet. 
1963 when there was a march on Washington for jobs and freedom. And there was an estimated 250,000 peaceful demonstrators that walked from the Washington Monument to the Lincoln Memorial. And they did so as a call for economic equality and civil rights for African-Americans. And on that day, 57 years ago, it was held on the 100th anniversary of Abraham Lincoln signing the Emancipation Proclamation. And this particular march, it culminated with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech, I Have a Dream. And this march and this speech inspired continued activism and ultimately has been credited as, as the, the catalyst for um, passing the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And so isn't it amazing to witness and remember the intersection of religion and social activism come together and lead toward very real change. It's inspiring for me, that's for sure. And today there is a new uprising and not just in the US, but around the world and right here in Canada, there's a new call for racial justice, for equality and freedom. And you and I, we're being called to breathe new life into Dr. King's dream that he so beautifully put into motion. Today, we get to dream once more and explore practical ways to engage our divine power to improve our human experience. And that to me is the ultimate purpose of spirituality. I want my spiritual practice to impact my daily life experience. That to me is where I feel the, the impact and the power of our spiritual truth, our spiritual principles, it's when they unfold in my actual day-to-day -day lived experience. And that is what I want for you as well. So let's, uh, let's begin by um, exploring Dr. King's dream uh, in just a little bit more um, clarity here to look at what it was that he was putting out there. And, and I've, I've read it many, many times in preparing for this talk. And what is so beautiful about his dream is that it wasn't just about equality, freedom, opportunity, and justice. It wasn't just about those things. It was also about reconciliation, opportunity, kinship, and community across racial identities. 
was he was calling for nonviolent and what he called soul force to bring us together in an entirely new way. And so I want to just read to you a, a section of what he wrote. He said, we must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. I want to just pause right there for just a moment, too, and recognize that, that I also read this, this part of what he's saying about um, let's meet any circumstance or condition we might face in our life. Let's meet that with soul force. Mm, it's so delicious. Picking up uh, where he was at, I continue to quote, the marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the African-American community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, and I will add sisters and family, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. They have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. Whoa, <laughs> I am specifically fascinated by this statement. Their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. And this points to our oneness, the spiritual truth of our interconnectedness. Ernest Holmes said, we are one with spirit and one with each other. And this is what Martin Luther King is pointing out. He's pointing to our oneness. So with one source of all life everywhere, we are all connected by this common source. And Ernest Holmes said, with this infinite mind, each individual exists not as a separated entity, but as a separate entity. We are a point in universal consciousness, which is God, and God is our life, spirit, mind, and intelligence. We are not separated from life, neither is it separated from us, but we are separate entities in it, individualized centers of God consciousness. I love this. You are an individualized center of God consciousness. In other words, God, source, higher power is showing up as you. You are the expression of this divine consciousness. You are who is bringing this divine consciousness into being through you. Okay, so I really love to um, learn by metaphor and by imagining things. So 
want to take you on a little trip here. Stay with me. I want you to imagine a great big circle, just a circle. And imagine this to be the infinite. You know, a circle has no beginning and end, just like the infinite. And so now I want you to imagine, you know, tiny little circles or a bunch of smaller circles that are inside the big circle. This is us. Each one of us is a small circle within the big circle. And our destiny is tied up with the destiny of all the other circles within the big circle. So, so again, stay with me here. Imagine, if you will, that this big circle is a spaceship. Yes, you heard me right, a spaceship. And imagine that it is hurtling through space. And wherever this big circle goes, this infinite circle goes, all the smaller circles inside of it are going with it. Now I want you to imagine that all the small circles in the spaceship, that they impact where the spaceship goes. There's this connection. So this means that every little circle in the big circle makes a difference. It also means that every other little circle within this big circle impacts you. Our destinies are tied up with one another. We are inextricably bound to one another. And it is from this place of oneness, our inextricable bond, that we can revive the dream, the dream that Martin Luther King Jr. put forth for us so that this spaceship that we're all on together can go to a new destination. We have the power to do that. You have the power to do that. So Robert Greenleaf, the author of Servant Leadership wrote, not much happens without a dream. And for something great to happen, there must be a great dream. Behind every great achievement is a dreamer of great dreams. Much more than a dreamer is required to bring it to reality, but the dream must be there first. So this is where we start. This is where we start. If we want to go, we want to land at a new destination, we want to have a new experience, then we must dream. So this is our first call to action. Each one of us is being called to be a dreamer. And I have, I have two questions for you to answer in this quest. What is your dream for yourself? That's the first question. What is your dream for yourself? And you can take that into your practice this week. Maybe you journal or meditate or go on a hike and ask yourself this question. Maybe you take it into your dream life and ask as you go to sleep, what is my dream for myself? I encourage you to write it down. The second part of this call to be a dreamer is, what is your dream for Black 
Indigenous, and people of color. What is your dream for Black, Indigenous, and people of color? I'd like for you to get very specific here and write down what your dream is for traditionally marginalized and oppressed peoples. And in fact, this is where you can use the news as your source of prayer work, right? If you see a, a news item about an indigenous person being mistreated by the police, there's your prayer work, there's your dream. What would you like to see instead? That indigenous people are respected by police. That indigenous people and police have healthy relationships and communications where each life is valued and celebrated together, where there's such a connection that our entire communities are transformed. So what is your dream? for Black, Indigenous, and people of color. And we can also look to Dr. Ernest Holmes, the founder of all CSLs, to look at how our dreams come true. He said, to realize that God is ever-present, ever-available, is to know that all the wisdom, intelligence, and power of the universe is right where you are. Right where you are. Your word is power when you know this. This is why everything in your life depends upon your belief and why it is done unto you as you believe. Change your belief and you can change your world. This is what Ernest Holmes said. And I say, change your belief and you can change the world. Yes, we are being called to expand our prayer work, our dream work, to go beyond just what we individually want to experience. Why? Because we are inextricably connected. That means we cannot undo our connection to each and every other life on this planet. So the willingness to believe in your dreams and your willingness to believe in the power of the divine to bring those dreams into reality through you has the power to change everything. And so we're being called to believe in our oneness with God and our oneness with each other. So when we believe that the power of the universe is right where I am, then we're empowered to face the conditions and circumstances of the world. Because we know the infinite is at hand. Able to realize anything that that we, you and I, are an avenue for this realization. Dr. Holmes tells us that we must also remember that the law can do for us only what it does through us. Its energy and creativeness must be interpreted through our belief and imagination. Yes, 
So these are our beginning steps. Using your imagination, dream up a new reality for you and for Black, Indigenous, and people of color. The world needs us to do our spiritual work right now. And it comes through our belief in it. So using your imagination, casting that dream, then you must believe in it. And you must believe in the divine power to bring it to life, not through someone else or not out there, but through you, right through you. And so as we, as we conclude today, I am asking you to imagine a new reality, a new experience, where all the small circles in the great big circle can become intertwined. And what happens when we do that? We create little infinity symbols inside this infinite circle where hand in hand across races and all identities together we declare free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty we are free at last. Those were MLK's prophetic vision and words. He, of course, was quoting a gospel song. He saw us hand in hand across races. And that, when we do that, when we say, yes, your freedom is my freedom, and I stand for your freedom, when we do that, we all land in a new reality. One that, that we have been dreaming about, not just for 57 years since, since Martin Luther King actually said these words, but I would say hundreds of years. And let it be that this dream is realized through us in our lifetime. And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.